Greetings, folks. Welcome to Blipcast, the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast, episode 52. Woo! I am Daniel, and joining me is my new co-host. Yeah. If you'd be so kind. Katie Lady Lamy's Chaos with a K, Mesmerel the 24th, PhD, aka the new little K. That's right. Someone had a birthday. Happy birthday. Am I still the new little K? Because, I mean, that's just how it's going to roll out of my mouth. But, like, also thank you. Um, I mean, now you're the new <laughs> the new Katie Lady Laomi, so. Yeah, but. If you're replacing the 23rd, who was the new little K, who replaced yeah. the 22nd, who was the new little K. Oh, I that's guess true. the 24th is the newest, newest little K. Uh, yeah. Unless there's a new, new little K. I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. I never donned one, so. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Says you're leaving. You're little K. What? <laughs> Who are you? There's no K in my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Daryl, the new little K. Mm-hmm. How was your birthday? It was good. You do? Uh, you do things? I went. Uh, what did I do? What last week? Was it even last week? Was it a week ago? It was last week. I thought I did something on Friday, but I can't remember. On Saturday, uh, me and. Dan and Dan's family went to um, Burgers and Brew. Cool. And then we saw Jurassic World, which we'll come back to. Okay, fair enough. Did you not see it yet? I haven't. Oh. Go talk about it. Huh? Talk about it. Well, like you said, we'll oh, come back to you're it. you're not going to see it? Probably not. Okay. Not, uh, if I do, I'm... Good in, choice, but... <laughs> I'm in no rush to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, it was Father's Day, so I went to my aunts and hung out with them and... That was the first time Dan spent more than uh, the length of dinner with my family. And I think he understands a lot more about me now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For better or for worse. That'll be an off-podcast conversation. Great. Cool. Look forward to it. Yep. So that was was good. How was your my birthday? Uh, (laughs) My your birthday was good. Good. (laughs) That's remember, it. Trying to remember what I did oh, on, the, okay. on the exact day. Father's Day. It was Father's Day? Yeah. Okay. So I worked and then um, I went to dinner with my, my dad and my mom and we went to sushi and uh, they actually had Korean food. I had a roll of some sort. It's good. It was like, it's like sushi and Korean at this oh, place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sushi Limited. So, which was tasty. And then, I don't know, Father's Day. <laughs> Got my dad a couple beers in a car that basically says, here's some beer. Yeah. It's kind of a tradition now where I get him a couple wacky beers from the beer shop. That's cute. Yeah. Get your father drunk. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, last last year? Yeah, last year I was uh, still living at home, I think. Yeah. No. No? No. Because I I moved back around August or July to go to... to, So I could just have my vacation and not have to worry about moving out. So, no. What? Something I got him beer for, and he split him with me, and we both oh. got really drunk. It was a good time. All right. <laughs> but uh, while at dinner, I caught my parents up on a bunch of adventures I've been on, because I've been on some adventures. Oh, have you? Yes. I'm going to start off on one particular day, and then come back to the other thing, because I, I want to know what you have as well, because oh. I could just ramble. want to be an entire fucking week of shit. That's fine. It'll probably happen anyway. <laughs> All right. 
So I'm gonna get us going with that Sunday uh, before everything. I think the 14th. Yeah. Full day. Katie Bear and I went uh, over to San Francisco and made a, a day of this because we went to a show that night. And we're like, we're both off. Let's do something fun. So we uh, decided to go to Legion of Honor Museum, big fancy art museum, yeah. and looked at a bunch of old pictures of Jesus. So <laughs> many pictures of Jesus. Have you been? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there's just a whole era where, of course, it's all like religious paintings. Yeah. But it's like five huge fucking rooms in a row of nothing but pictures of like Mary and Jesus. That sounds boring. Yeah. I'll be honest. It, it, as we went around and got more advanced, as we went through like different eras. Yeah. And uh, there's some sculptures in the middle. There was like uh, like a violin or like a string quartet and a mm-hmm. singer playing. So it was like very, very art museum. Yeah. And I'm standing there in probably my Faith No More shirt, just <laughs> looking super out of place. All these people in fancy suits standing up to applaud this woman singing opera. And then the last room was kind of cool because, like, it's had some stuff I've never seen before. I saw uh, some Van Goghs. Mm-hmm. I saw some Monets. Mm-hmm. And I felt very cultured because I'm like, I know what these are. <laughs> I've seen these before. <laughs> you shouted as people stared at you. Yes, of course. <laughs> and watched a bunch of people take selfies in front of, like, water lilies and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the cell phone is ruined tact. Yeah. And, like, I mean... You probably you you were probably acting the most cultured, even though you were in your regular band shirt. Yeah, totally. Like I was like, <laughs> I'd walk up to something with my hands behind my back. I'd whisper like I was in a uh, library for some reason. Uh, Katie, and I, of course, would have like little jokes to say about all the weird babies that have like really buff bodies. Of course, because when people ba- painted babies, they painted tiny adult men. Right. And all the women are also men with like the worst boobs painted on. Because again, <laughs> men don't know what naked women look like in like the. 1300 or something yep but that was really cool and then after that we're like all right we have some time to kill so we went to like the business district where the warfield is yeah and parked and decided we were going to try and find food place we wanted and open until five so like i know what we could do so we went to the cartoon museum That's and that was fucking great awesome and where is that it's on it's on mission okay yeah, it's on mission. It's like in a place where you kind of expect it, kind of wouldn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. Because there's like the Academy of Art is right there. Yeah. And I think it's like either down the block or across the street from oh, it. Okay. But like. Okay. It's right across the street. Or it's right by it. So of course, like all the art, all the art kids yeah. are like going there, like aspiring. Yeah. And down the street from like an art supply store and all Starbucks and stuff like that. So we go in there and I we didn't know what like exhibits were currently in except for one for Savage Dragon. Mm-hmm. But we walk in and there's like, there's a song called, there's a movie rather called The Song of Khalees, I believe it is. Okay. Uh, I've only saw it on Netflix. I didn't actually watch it. I saw it like pictured. It looks pretty cool. It's got like really good imagery and had like a bunch of their like sketches and stuff like that. Clips yeah. from the movie. And the second room was uh, an installation for Jeffrey Brown. Do you know who Jeffrey Brown is? No. He did My Daddy Vader or whatever that book is called. Oh, yeah. So they had original art from those books and like stuff that didn't make it in the books and just a whole thing of that and it was that's cool it was super cool they're really cute <laughs> and just happened to just walk in on a star wars thing that's great and then the back corner had for some weird reason captain america stuff well like it had stuff from the movie that was like oh just there like they had uh cool. they had sam jackson's trench coat and eye patch but not Sam Jackson. No, of course. Mysterious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on a white mannequin. A little weird. <laughs> yeah. And then they had just like a timeline of like um, comics and newspapers and like mm-hmm. comics and stuff like that. And then the Savage Dragon one was how it ended. 
and it was really cool and we totally done an impulse it, even though it's something we kind of talked about for a while but we didn't plan on going that day and then we had dinner at the thirsty bear which is a spanish uh cuisine place and a brewery called, but it has bear in the that, title so, that sounds yeah. right up your alley uh yeah <laughs> and we had some potatoes and some sort of flatbread thing and i had a tasty beer sounds called amazing and a bear i would happily go there again Let's all do it. That'll so, be our second double date. <laughs> of course, once we get the first one out of the way. Yeah, well. Dan. <laughs> um, then after that, Katie Bear and I went to go see Stephen Wilson. Awesome. Yes. That's like the best day ever. It was a fantastic <laughs> day. So we get in there, and the cool thing about Stephen Wilson when he tours now is he doesn't bring an opener with him. Uh-huh. The show start at eight, go for like two two hours, two and a half hours, or something like that. Yeah. And it's just all him and his band. <laughs> and it's absolute pretentious bullshit, and it's amazing. That sounds great. So he played the entire new album, uh, I think mostly in order with like a, an older song dropped in. Mm-hmm. And when he played the song Index, they did this thing where he just like said the vocals, and then in the recorded version, there's like just kind of a, a faint drum thing in the background. And when the drum would hit the snare, instead everybody on stage would snap their fingers and there'd be like a flash of light. That's so cool. It was so silly. (laughs) It was (laughs) fucking bananas. I laughed at him. Mind you, this show, by the way, is a seated show. I've never been a show in the Warfield that's a seated show. And he insists people sit down. (laughs) Like at the end of songs, people get up and applaud and then they'd sit back down. But he kept mentioning like, Blah, blah, seated show. Blah, 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 seated show. So it was like, oh, we shouldn't just stand in our seats like I thought we were going to do. But yeah. everyone just stood, like sat down. Okay. I saw him in the Fillmore and like it was a show show. People stood up and like <laughs> were like, you know, in the front yeah. of the stage and moshing for as much as you could to him. But this Maybe was, he doesn't like that and that's why he did that. Maybe. Because um, I wouldn't like people moshing to me if I were making ethereal sounding. Yeah. <laughs> And he played this one song from his new album called Routine that I've never really thought about. Mm-hmm. He's like, when my uh, manager heard the song for the first time, he described it as the most depressing song ever written. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Great. And I knew the song. I never really thought about it. Yeah. But when he plays live, he also has just like visuals behind him. Uh-huh. And they're all by this artist named Jess Cope. I believe it's Jess Cope. She did her, some of his videos too. And this one is this mother who is like making breakfast for her family and folding clothes and all this stuff. And the lyrics are, uh, what do we do with all the children's clothes? Such little things. I think that are just building dust or something like that. Yeah. And the whole video is just this mother who can't cope with the fact that her family's gone and she's alone and she's still going through and folding their clothes and making their food. And she's just like a fucking wreck. And like to see the visual, I was like, this is the most depressing (laughs) song ever written. (laughs) But the show was really, really good. Yeah. I would have liked some more older stuff, but yeah. the, the new stuff it translates really, really live. Well, well live. Well live? Live well. Anyway. Like well done. Yep. <laughs> Although he wouldn't go for that. He's a vegan or something. Yeah. He can have his shiitake mushroom steaks done well done. Okay. Right? Probably. I don't know. What else? What have you been up to? Uh. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, let's see. Let's get the little things out of the way. Good. I <laughs> um, so, Dan started up his new d campaign. Yes. One that I am participating in. Were you and, not last time? Well, cause, no. So, the other D&D campaign that we're doing tomorrow night 
is the one that I DM. Mm-hmm. So I'm not technically like a character in it. Okay, I see. Um, so this one, my character is a gnome. Good, good. His name is Big Bag Enough because I miss said bag big enough. <laughs> and I was like, that's like the best D&D character name. So that happened. Good. And this is how it talks. You do and voices. I have committed to this. Okay. And he like cusses all the time. So everybody's laughing all the time. We're streaming it. So I don't even know if people can understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. But it's my my first acting. Actually, no. My first acting role is now on the interwebs. Oh, shit. Uh no I haven't been in anything don't you, worry about that it was you were class. A, you were in a silent film of something I did that's true so silent because okay whatever. so my second one okay. I don't think you posted that did you yeah it's somewhere oh. I found it recently oh it's on YouTube yeah yeah anyway um where I overact my falling to the ground <laughs> and in order to make it make time I have to slow it down so it looks super weird yeah because yeah. you didn't want me to retake it you were just like fuck it I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we didn't have the song playing. No, but I wasn't road. even thinking about it. You were just like, say this. And I was like, not connecting to the song <laughs> at all. I was just, I'll this eat, is a line that I'm going to I'll say. I'll your soul. Yeah. Or something, yeah. We should remake it. <laughs> I could actually make a like real costume. That'd be fun. Anyway, um, so before that, uh, I took the LSAT. Red. How'd that go? We'll find out in two weeks. Okay. One week. Yeah, One it's week. Been. One and a half. <laughs> weeks and I learned to July seventh. Okay. It's. I don't know because I was taking the pre pre tests and um, doing pretty poorly on them, and the actual test felt very much like the pre tests, and so yeah, I might have to shell out a thousand dollars to take a course to teach me how to actually take a test without being a little shit. So. That hurts my brain. You take a, you pay money to take a, to take a course that teaches you how to take a test. Yes. It doesn't doesn't teach you the material, just how to take the test. So the way that the test is is it's all reasoning. Okay. And all comprehension. So it's like the SATs. Yes, but <laughs> sorry, it's been a long time and I don't remember what all the stupid acronyms are. Um. Did you take the SATs or the ACTs? SATs. Okay. So the ACT is something that you can actually study for because it has actual hard facts on it. Mm -hmm. The SAT, you basically just have to have paid attention in school and you have to have good social dynamics and you have to have a mind that logically can figure things out. The LSAT is like the SAT on steroids because it's it's like here are all these logic games. We're going to fuck them up and make them really, really hard. Plus, put in answers that may seem very close to what the actual answer is. So you, you can't like f- fudge around at all. You have to know exactly what you're doing. Lame. So... I can see why that might be difficult. Yeah. I did poorly on the SATs. <laughs> I, I did too. I couldn't make sense of my scores, honestly. And I never got around to looking them up. What'd you get? I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember. I have them I don't somewhere, remember. actually. 
I think I got a 1600 the first time, and then I just retook it and got an 1800. And then I went to Sac State. <laughs> I think that's about right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it's out of 2400. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I did I did poorly. I had, I did a I got 28 on the ACT. Okay, this is boring. Yeah. Um sorry. Anyway, what else do you have? Cuz the next thing I'm going to talk about is movies. Okay. I went to Arizona. You did. I left the next morning after the Stephen Wilson show. Mind you, at 5 in the morning, we got home at like midnight, took a nap, <laughs> and then Katie dropped me off at the airport. And we were both very just lethargic and sleepy. And mm. I love her for it, but I felt, <laughs> real, felt real, real bad. <laughs> um, so flew out there, met with my met up with my grandma and my aunt who I haven't seen in like 11 years or something. Aww. And uh, we just sort of like hung out a bit. My cousin was there, but he was working. My grandma worked like two of the three days I was there in the wow. morning. So I didn't see her much. Hung out with my aunt a lot. Yeah. Who showed me around the town that I was in. And uh, it's grown a lot. Something weird. It was very like very nostalgic to be back there and like i just kind of like walked around and like took pictures of little daniel my uh of course my sewn doll of me oh right of course i took him with me because uh i opened up my bag and found him there katie put him there or he crawled in on his own right now he's on a trip with katie actually that's so cute (laughs) he's kind of like our traveling gnome with the hashtag lil daniel does usa okay so if you ever want to see those hashtag lil daniel does usa um little damn <laughs> but arizona uh is fucking hot and fucking weird yes which i forgot about i guess or wasn't <laughs> old enough to understand it but it sounds like really ignorant what i'm about to say the tv is very strange okay because there wasn't too much to do so i just kind of hid from the heat and watched tv right. also balls hot yeah um 120 uh not quite close oh, okay. But uh, all every single commercial, unless it's like for Lowe's, feels like it's public access, and out coming stuff coming out of Tucson, because where we're nearest, yeah. and then all the news is basically, it was stories about sharks <laughs> attacking people, because I guess that was happening a lot. I okay. think it happened like twice. Um, that lady that identified as black. And how fucking hot it was going to be. And it was mostly how fucking hot it was going to be. Like they just. They need to know because they can't just go outside and see it. Yeah. Or feel and just get melted. Get melted. Get melted. Um, (laughs) New insult. Yes. Get melted, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So um, uh, the 18th one I was there actually was Alvaro's birthday. Uh And he lived uh, lives outside of Phoenix and Tempe. So I decided to rent a car. I rented a car for the first time. How was that? It was pretty good. Okay. I uh, went for the economy line, which I realize everything you rent a car on is based on the size of the car. Yep. So it said Kia Rio or similar. I'm like, I don't know what a Kia Rio is, <laughs> but I'm tiny and I have two bags. Uh, so it's fine. So they gave me a Chevy Spark. A Chevy Spark is like six inches bigger than uh, like a Fiat. Those tiny oh. like or like an electric car, like the tiny e-cars that are like golf cart size. Now, why do you say six inches bigger? Because it's bigger. It's big enough to notice that it's like closer to an actual car size. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm exaggerating by saying six inches bigger. Got it. But it's still a tiny like roller skate of a car. <laughs> and it took a while for it to actually get going fast, but it was a good ride. And thankfully it had AC. 
So I've, I achieved an adult accomplishment in renting a car That's for the good. first time. That's good. Um, and I just drove towards Tempe. And the day I went out there, the projected forecast for it was 117. I got to 115 and met up with Alvaro. And we hung out at his apartment in the AC as we should have watching friends yeah and then uh he played uncharted for a long time which is fun to watch yeah and just like scream at people for, sure. for fucking up yeah and then um <laughs> we went to to dinner at a brewery in in tempe i forget what it's called but beers were okay had the best pretzel i've ever had got an incomplete impulse because i didn't realize we were supposed to be looking it's like seriously i was just kind of skimming yeah. it and the waitress came around oh would you like a ah, pretzel it was amazing I love pretzels, but I wouldn't go and sit in 117 degree heat. Oh, yeah. We were also outside when we ate in the shade by like with misters around. But it was also like nine at night by the time we got in. But then (laughs) I went to a barcade for the first time. That was fucking cool. I want to open a barcade. There's apparently one in like downtown. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The dish is gone. (laughs) Huh? Like, I mean, because you only really need one barcade per. I don't know. We can see what games they got and get other games. Yeah, that's true. So, but this one wasn't like stand-up machines. This was like just walls of like flat screen TVs and consoles. Yeah. So like. um, It's like the one down in Sydney or whatever Australian town that is. It was the first barcade. Oh, okay. I was like, why have you been to Sydney? Got something else to tell you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. Um, so I, um, myself and Alvaro's friend Aaron wound up just playing um, Super Smash Brothers on GameCube for a long time. And then we went to meet back up with him and some of the other, other friends. And they had a 64. They had Mario 64 in it. And they didn't have all the stars. So I don't know how long I played that for, but I played that for a while. <laughs> and I was pretty buzzed. So it could have been a long time. Could have not yeah. been a long time. It was, it was fucking great, though. <laughs> My favorite game. So I just was like, ah, I don't even care. I got a star. I got a star. <laughs> and then I uh, flew back, and that was a good time. I had a had to get dropped off in the airport super early because Alvaro had work early. Mm-hmm. So I spent like five hours in the Phoenix airport, listening to podcasts, reading. Better than the on my sun. Phone. Yeah, I, definitely that. I mean, airports aren't really that bad as long as you know you get through everything quickly. Yeah, that part was done. Yeah, I, I basically hung out in the terminal for like five hours. Yeah. So I went and got coffee, and then I just sort of like walked around, and I discovered that the Phoenix airport has carpet that looks like swirling planes in a tornado, <laughs> which seems like the worst choice for a carpet. A little bit. Yeah, and I, I was like, what's with the carpet, Phoenix? And took a picture of it, and yeah, good time. <laughs> good times. Um, movies. 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 So I saw Mad Max, and I, I saw that you're going to see that on Friday. Friday. So we'll talk about that next time, probably in a joint episode, because Dan, I'm sure, could go on forever. Rad. You're like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't seen it. I don't know if there's much to talk about. I know... It's a it's a really good movie. Charlize Theron has one arm. It's like... Um, it's like douchey dudes are upset because it's like a feminist movie. Yes. All right, cool. Um, I'm all for that. But, it okay. It is overblown on how feminist it is. I could see that. One, because of douchey dudes and they can't handle one strong female role. But two, because it's the only thing that Tumblr kids have to latch on to. 
<laughs> yeah, I can see that. And so it gets blown out of proportion. But it is really good, and I think you'll enjoy it. Cool. The only things... Did you see the first Mad Max movies? Years ago. You've still seen them, though. Yes. So the only problems I had with the Mad with the movie was that the like they can't speak right, but that's just part of their culture. And okay. it was driving me nuts that like somebody passed a script that misused words, but then they were like, no, that's just... That's just how they do. <laughs> They're Australian. That was right. A, that was the problem with the first <laughs> film. Was Australian. Yeah. No, it's it's good. But Jurassic World. Ooh. Um. Are we about okay. to get letters. So, minor spoilers. Don't care. Do it. No, no, I know. It's just for the people listening. Okay. Spoilers. Um. <laughs> good sound effect. Yep. So. It's very much trying to be a kid's movie, mm-hmm. but it's still almost a horror movie because it's got fucking dinosaurs that get loose and right. try and kill everything, right? So my number one problem is that people were bringing their children who, as they sniffled behind me, I could tell they were about three or four years old. Oof. Not a movie you bring... Actually, I think they were even babies, but not a movie you bring any of those types of children too. Two, there was somebody sitting one seat away from Dan who laughed every single time a person was killed. And that was highly unnerving. Yeah. And, okay. Maybe they're just incredibly pro-dinosaur. Like, they themselves identify as a dinosaur. No, because they were even laughing at some of the dinosaur violence. Oh, so just like pain they're like down with? people freak me out i was i was worried he was gonna like shoot up the place but it's another story all right (laughs) um as far as the movie goes it's about two kids who are sent to go it becomes important okay so they're they're to go to this theme park right they're sent to go hang out with like their aunt who basically runs the place she doesn't want to hang out with them because she's cold hard bitch or whatever and she gives them an assistant they spend a quarter of the movie trying to lose her for unknown reasons she's not mean she like literally is just trying to follow them around and have a good time with them there's are they trying to get back to their aunt yeah like they're upset that that their aunt isn't hanging out with them but at the same time it's not like she's an evil babysitter or anything okay after the dinosaurs become loose and um you know, people get hurt, whatever. She becomes a victim. One of the large, scary flying dinosaurs with the teeth and the beak and whatever. Sure. I don't know if I remember what they're called. Probably pterodactyl or some more specific version of them. Yes. It's it's not the pterodactyl, but the other one. Great. Don't know. Whatever. It, it grabs her, tosses her, picks her up again. She flies several times through different pterodactyl creatures until a really, really big one gets her, throws her over the ocean, plays around a little bit more with her, and then is swallowed whole by a really big water monster. The, the pterodactyl, not pterodactyl thing? Both of them. Both of them. All right. Just like, why do you need to spend an entire two minutes... 
torturing a woman that did absolutely nothing wrong. Huh. It just makes zero fucking sense. And I, okay, in my mind, I'm comparing it to the, the Game of Thrones thing. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on it. <laughs> the The rape scene. Yeah. Just like, why do you need to show something like this? What's the point? Do you have any commentary on why they would need to do that? I'm currently watching Game of Thrones, and I have not gotten to that scene yet. No. I've heard backlash for it and how there's not actually that scene in the books. Yeah. So that's a whole weird thing. Yeah. That bothers me. So once I see it, I'll probably have more of an opinion on it. Right now, I've just, I'm kind of like looking for it. Because <laughs> not like out of like... No, no, I know. Because I'm just... You want to know how bad about. it is. Yeah. And I'm going to get to it eventually. Yeah. I, it kind of makes me want to actually watch the series. But I've had a couple people defend him. And I, I don't know that I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do I hate about I it? I straight up asked Katie one time. I'm like, why do women watch this show? It's nothing but like women being nude for the sake of being nude. Mm-hmm. Like women being beaten a lot and then just like kind of just being like there are some strong characters but for the most part they're just kind of there to be had sex with and then there's like there's like the two the two girls that are really good characters the really tall lady and then everyone else is just kind of (laughs) mean that they're made up to be like Cruella de Vils or however you say your name yeah and that they're just kind of like a mean lady that's weird there's no, like, further character development about why they're mean or... Well, the, like, queen lady, I don't know what her deal is. I'm sure I'll find out eventually, but no, not on her. Uh, So then there... Oh, wait. There's Joffrey's lady, who's cool and, like, does good, but... But she's married to Joffrey? Yeah. Mm. Or is marrying... I think the next episode's the red wedding that people talk about, and I don't actually know what happens in it. So oh, I'm, I don't know that, what that she may refers or may not to either. A bunch of people die. It's it was a whole thing for a while when oh. it actually happened. Okay. I remember podcasts were freaking out about it. I was like, I don't know what you're talking oh. about. So I'm years behind. <laughs> uh, and there may be other. Oh, there's the redhead lady. She's cool. Anyway, I, see my also my problem with the show is my personal problem. I can't fucking remember anybody's name. Or, <laughs> like, where they're from, or sometimes what their deal is. No, that's hard to keep track of, even in the books. Because like, it's, like, 15 stories that barely interlace. Yep. And I'm assuming at some point they're going to more so. Yeah. Or they're just going to, like, poke at each other. Because I don't understand why Blonde Dragon Lady keeps getting cut to when they keep uh, going back and forth between her and the little blonde boy who's an asshole. They're not that related. Bran? No, Joffrey. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, you said... Yeah. Okay. It, he's a child, isn't he? Not a little boy? He's uh, like 12 or something? Yeah, in, the, in the books, he's like 12. I think in the show, they bumped him up to like 16. Well, they had to do that for Daenerys too. Because she's 13 in the books. Mm-hmm. And that makes that marriage weird. That's already weird. It is weird, but still. I also get naked all the time. Can't be... Yeah. 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 All the time. Sorry. No, I, I think that... Side note there. Uh, Jurassic World. Well, we can keep talking about this one. Okay. Um, I think women are okay with it because that is that world. Mm-hmm. It's not that 
like it's not in a position to make itself feminist it is a fantasy world and he could have done something like that but he didn't because he's probably a meninist and just doesn't want to admit it because it'd be bad for George him R. huh martin yeah I, I don't know i mean he defended himself he defended the writers of the show for doing the rape scene and so with like this is a fantasy world because that's yeah i don't know mm-hmm. but um most of the people that are upset about Basically, every artistic <laughs> choice are women, so... Okay. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Jurassic World. I also... Okay, I don't know what I was expecting. I haven't seen any of the other Jurassic Park movies. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> there is so much fucking violence in that movie. It's ridiculous. I've heard the body count on this one's higher than any of the others. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, The last probably... 30 minutes is dinosaurs killing each other and like it's so slow and brutal and it's hard to watch it's okay. really hard to watch i don't know i just felt super uncomfortable like almost the entire time after like the dinosaur broke loose and whatever things went bad so it sounds like they took the first two movies, th- actually all three of the first three movies and mashed them together. And that yes. the, thir- the third one yeah. was all about the flying dinosaurs. That's basically all it was about. Oh, okay. The second one was about a dinosaur escaping and like running around a town. It was basically King Kong with a T-Rex. Yeah. And the first one is just like the two kids like running from danger the whole time. And yes. Jeff Goldblum saving the day. Yeah. By the way, I'm in the minority thinking Jurassic Park, the first movie, is just a pile of shit. I don't understand it. I saw it when I was five and it scared the (laughs) shit out of me. So like you saying kids are terrified of it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I saw it later because like I have so many friends that are obsessed with it still. And like it's like they're one of their favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And we're like so stoked for Jurassic World. And I saw it when I was, I don't know, 21, 22. Yeah. And it's not a good movie. Yeah. All the characters are super weak. The dialogue is terrible. The only <laughs> good thing about it is the dinosaurs look fucking cool. But that's not enough to keep me interested. Yeah. I preferred the second one. The second one was a cooler dinosaur running around a town. <laughs> <laughs> having a grand old time. That sounds great. And I don't think the dinosaurs really... Oh, wait. Uh, the first one has one scene of dinosaur fighting dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Everything else is like dinosaur versus man. Yeah. When I was talking to Dan about it, he said that it was a remake of the first film, basically. It, the way you described it, yeah. it was already like, ugh, this is the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. And then Chris Pratt saves the day, so. <laughs> By what you described the plot as, I don't know why Chris Pratt's in it other than he, to be Chris Pratt. Well, yeah. Um, He is an ex-military dude who goes to Jurassic World to tame Velociraptors. Oh, hence the thing that's been going around. I I think it's because they're trying to put them in like a show for the visitors. Because it's very much like SeaWorld, but for dinosaurs. In one scene, there's a bunch of people watching a thing jump out of the water. So it's it's exactly SeaWorld. It's exactly like that. Um, Black dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... He gets, he has like the most expertise on these things. So he gets drafted to then go see the new dinosaur that they were going to unleash. This is the one they like created, right? Yeah. Um, and he gets roped into the whole thing that way. And so he saves the day with his velociraptors and 
God, this movie sounds like garbage. It's bad. Like when they were like, we've made a new dinosaur in the trailer. I'm like, yep. why are people excited about this? That's so stupid. And then I don't know if it's all a joke, but the person who wrote Jurassic Park wants to actually make a dinosaur. Yeah, I keep seeing that happening. Yeah. But I've also seen like various, because I follow like Twitters and Tumblers that all like like weird facts. Yeah. And I've seen more than one occasion saying like the half-life of DNA is X amount of time. So making a dinosaur is not fucking possible the way they want to do it. Oh, well, I'm sure they just splice it with other animals like they did in the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd both be kind of interesting and kind no. of terrifying. I'm okay with it not happening because... Let's do a mammoth. I feel... Elephants are nice. I thought they did do mammoth. I thought that didn't happen. Oh. I mean, I think they tried, but I don't know if there's a woolly mammoth. I don't think there is. Probably not. There, w- really there was a perfectly preserved baby woolly mammoth. Uh-huh. I thought they took DNA from. Oh. Sad. I don't know. Well, that'll be our fact for next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. Um... I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. Yay. Okay. When I was in um, Arizona, my aunt and I went to the commissary, Mm -hmm. which is like the food place for military bases. And she got a couple boxes of Keurig coffee. Mm -hmm. These like really big ones. I had like 54 of them each for $13 each. (gasps) Holy shit. Okay. So you got two of them. So you're 26 bucks. Yeah. So fucking cheap. Yeah, I know. She was really excited about it. <laughs> and that's part of the story. So she was walking around the commissary, pushing the cart with these in there, saying how much of a deal it was. But she used a specific word that I want you to say if you've ever heard. Okay. Ganga. Have, no. You've never heard that no. word. Okay. I found out when I got back that is a very specific uh, ad campaign in Arizona. But it's something my parents have been saying my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that I thought was just normal. Oh. I came back and I was telling Katie about it. And I was like, yeah, she kept saying, oh, it's a gonga. It's a gonga deal. Like we would pass people and she'd say it to them. And they'd be like, yeah. And then like she said it to the cashier and my grandma and everyone was like totally on board for it. And I tell the story and it's like, yeah, she kept saying it was a gonga. Gonga? <laughs> what does that mean? Gonga? Oh it's like, God. what is it? And like, I, I was like, all right, I want you to ask your family next time you see them. So they were at Father's Day dinner. I was like, ask your family. And like, her her um, sister thought it was weed because it sounds kind of like ganja. A little bit, yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about." I'll see if you did. And nope. so far, I've tested everybody, and no one knows what the fuck ganga is. Does Alvaro know what ganga is? I don't know. Probably not. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. Because he would be a good test subject. Because since he's see, I don't know if it's like an old ad campaign or oh. if it's like current. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not current. Let's look it up. <laughs> New fact of the day. What the fuck is ganga? How the fuck do magnets work? (laughs) Gonga. Gonga. I'm assuming it's the word gong with an A in the end of it. Do you know gonga? All right, sense. This is great podcasting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like all of our episodes, what are you talking about? Oh, I was listening to Never Not Funny Day, and Jimmy Pardo at one point opened a box and then began playing in the paper, making rustling noises, going, I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. So... I feel like we're on the same level at this yeah, point. It's Fuck around on our phones trying to look up this we nonsense word. We could do this word. professionally. Good. Um, the only thing... What? I think somebody on <laughs> Urban Dictionary thinks it's weed, too. Alvaro says sounds like porn. Oh. Look up Ganga Deal. Ganga Deal. Yeah. Like, 
the New Deal, but the Gunga Deal. Yeah, uh, is Gunga Deal or Ganga Deal correct? Answers.com. Uh, Answer says it has to be true. Can we not do ads right now? Thanks. <laughs> A gonga deal, by definition, is a deal that is so super fantastic that it defies belief. For example, you may have heard something like this. Hey, Bob, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this. <laughs> I got all this great stuff for a buck. Now that's a gonga deal. Uh, okay, so I'm not completely crazy. Neither is no, my family. No, but that doesn't tell us the where origins? it came from. I don't... That's okay. Okay. Oh, did you go to... um? Wizard con, whatever it is. No. Wizard, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I boycott that. You it's do? stupid. You went last year. Yeah, because that was the first time I ever went. What's wrong with it? It's it's about money. Uh, is it because it's a touring festival of sorts? It's basically churning out the same shit every time in, from no, city to city? No, because it's, it's about... I felt weird about that. Well, I guess. It's, it's about not being professional and making a whole shit ton of money. By not being professional. And I don't know. They they're not welcoming to people that are trying to do their own like coverage of the cons and they're not welcoming of people that are trying to be creative with it. They just want to make money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Comic Con's more welcoming, I'm guessing. Yeah. San Diego. They're f- they're fine with they have so much going on they don't even give a shit but like sec anime that's what it's about it's about the people that are there Mm -hmm. not necessarily the people that they've brought as guests or the people that are selling things it's about just the community all right which is what i like but it looks like um we drove past it it looked like a lot more people were dressing up this year which was a big problem with the last time we went yeah well there wasn't that many but there was some yeah you cool. went, did you go? No. Oh, okay. uh, it was the same day as the Davis, Mus- Davis Music Festival. So oh, okay. we opted for that instead. Also because I bought tickets the day they went on sale, not realizing that it was the same <laughs> day as the Wizard thing. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Like, it's not something I have to go to annually to yeah. go get some more art and then, like, <laughs> go see some famous old guy talk about shit he did in the 70s. Mind you, I am a little <laughs> bummed I didn't get to see Henry Winkler. Oh, see okay? there? I'm looking up Gonga Deal, finding out its origin. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's probably rude. Jesus fucking Christ. Nothing. There's nothing. Maybe somebody just said it one day because they were high and then it just stuck. <laughs> and my family was all high. And then one of them posted that on answers.com. There's a band. <laughs> Are they called Gonga Deal? Or just no, Gunga? they're just called Gonga. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. nonsense words remains nonsense. Sorry. Anyway, um, tickets you bought. <laughs> what? <laughs> the tickets you bought that were the same weekend as um, oh, Wizard World. Uh, the Davis Music Festival? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was on Saturday. It was a grand old time. Good. Actually, it started Friday. Mind you, I landed Friday afternoon. Yeah. I wasn't home six hours. I was already at a concert because <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> Uh, they had the first night of the festival down at uh, Sudwerk. Yeah. And they had a couple bands play. We only caught the last two, which was French Cassettes headline the night, and they were really fucking good. And we actually 
played with them before years ago. They met upstairs when we played the um, Sac State Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. They're the band that won. Oh, okay. And deserved. They're fantastic. Um, oh, I think I saw a sticker of them when I was driving home a couple of days ago. They have a weird, like, upside down Eiffel Tower. I think so. Makes cool. sense. Uh, the band before them, which we only caught a couple songs, Scary Little Friends. Mm. They're just kind of a alt indie band that makes sense. Pretty good. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> and then the next day, we saw like so many fucking bands. Mm-hmm. We got there when it started about four, and we didn't leave till about eleven thirty. But we hopped venues probably fifteen times, mm-hmm. just trying to see as many bands that we could that were cool. Yeah. So the first band we saw was a band called Sea Linus. And by the way, this kind of weaves into my recommendations because right. I'll, I'll just talk about bands I liked. Sea Linus, there are this like, there's like five dudes. They all do like woos, like a lot of vocal okay. nonsense, but they okay. all harmonize oh, cool. and they sound fucking great. And they're like an indie band on top of that. It's a little proggy. So kind of like Alt-J, but harder. I don't know Alt-J. I'll take your word for you it. You don't know Alt-J? I know of the name Alt-J. I've never heard Alt-J. Mm. Mm. We're going to have some music discovery. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, then the next band we saw is this band called Fighting Words. Uh, they play like upbeat pop, pop punk stuff mm-hmm. that's like a gravelly... I don't know. don't really know how to describe it. They really like this band called Propagandi, mm-hmm. who um, is like an influential kind of pop punk band, I guess. And uh, they played, I guess, half their set was covers of them, but I didn't, I couldn't tell the difference between the covers and the regulars, which might be good, might be bad. Yeah. But anyway, they're they're really good and they're fun to watch. And then we tried to go, we actually did go see the string quartet band at Sophia's that was just like, they were strings, they had, a, they all had like books and people would come up and request songs that they wanted to hear this band cover. And it was mostly like kind of old hippies. So they just requested fuck tons of Beatles songs. <laughs> so like... They're like, all right, cool. So we're going to be playing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. And that was fine. And we, so we stayed for that. Yeah. And like, what else would you guys like to hear? And someone's like, Elder Rigby, let it be. And I'm like, we should fucking go. <laughs> so we didn't stay for them much longer than funny. Uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Then my favorite band in the fest, this band from Vacville called Tarzan Dragon. One word, epic name. That's fantastic. They play psychedelic, like alt rock that has like proggy beats to it. Mm-hmm. So it was right up my alley, and it was super weird. But their their singer is an absolute like, just fucking dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's just he doesn't not play an instrument, so he's like being a front man. He's like a really good front man actually. Yeah. But the entire time he's like at one point he does like four vocalizings like raw kind of things <laughs> and he goes up to the other he goes up to every member that's on stage with him and just like screams in their face <laughs> and the band's like super into it and they're like ah goes to the drummer ah. <laughs> and it's just like super silly and if he's not singing he's just kind of like rocking out really hard but it's like his tongue hanging out like ah oh. and just it was really funny to watch <laughs> uh but they were really really fucking good and then we stopped by armadillo before we had food and saw this guy called the lurk He's a one-man band okay. that he, he had a guitar on his lap while he was, like, hitting keys on a melodica. He was strumming a guitar and blowing into the melodica and doing, like, kick drum on a suitcase with his right foot. Jesus. And a snare with his left. And it sounded like borderline noise, but with little bits of melody. It was really <laughs> interesting to watch. But then that soon basically dissolved into, like, a weird bluegrass thing with him okay. and some bass player that came over. Sure. So we left. <laughs> and then we got food. Then we went back to Armadillo and saw this guy named uh, Trey Burt, 
who was just like a dude with a guitar who played like kind of folksy song. It was a little R&B stuff. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Then we saw my second favorite band of the fest back at Sophia's called Taxes. Mm-hmm. Like a really upbeat kind of alt indie band who uh, we were right up front and didn't mean to be right up front. But they um, they were just like a good time. I, I have a hard time describing things that aren't metal clearly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we made our way over to uh, the wine place and saw this this duo called Alpaws, based on their name alone, because they're called yeah. Alpaws. But of they're course. like just kind of what you'd expect from a band called Alpaws, and they're hipster shit, <laughs> and it's just like a guitarist and a drummer, and they're just like kind of folksy songs, but with like I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> I can't describe it. <laughs> Then we saw this band called Haunted Summer, uh-huh. who were really good, and they played like this really slow, kind of droney, uh, atmospheric. That sounds great. It was really good. And then back to uh, Wonder Bar, where we saw Fighting Words and Tarzan Dragon for the end of this band called The Trims, mm-hmm. that were like really solid live. Like I could see them opening for like kind of like a Deftone sort of thing. Wow. Like they felt kind of out of place, but they had like synchronized lights behind them that they brought themselves and like a smoke machine which is always a little much yeah at uh, a festival show like this in a bar but they're <laughs> they're like really good and i could see a meshing like that and then we stayed for the next band there no actually we didn't i lied i'm going through my instagram where i took pictures of all the bands we saw <laughs> then we saw this other kind of like slow i think they called them slow wave mm-hmm. so like kind of a shoegaze thing but it was just like slow atmospheric stuff that was like female fronted yeah and they're like really good kind of like a i'd say a slow tegan and sarah maybe huh. called two that sounds kind of cool and then back to wonder bar for bonnie and the bang bang who we saw last year and was like our favorite of last year mm-hmm. and ha- and didn't realize that the bass player in that band is the singer in taxes so they cool. kind of sound similar but they would he just like went from one venue to the other <laughs> with all their shit yeah he's even said at the taxes show he's like yeah all this stuff's my other band's stuff we're borrowing it so <laughs> you can see us later at uh at g street so like an hour later we were over there seeing that same guy play again that's cool and then uh the last band that we saw a band that i really really wanted to be good was this band called be calm honcho okay they are some signed band it was kind of a big deal that they're there i guess but they play they sound like the black keys if they had um like a female singer who had kind of like a, a breathier voice who had like some like 70s 60s soul influence okay. but where they lost me because it sounds fucking great yeah like they have a song called i love california where the chorus is like really really good it's mm-hmm. such a good song but what i didn't realize was a mainstay in all their songs is a breakdown where she just does slam poetry okay so like she did this one song that was like really soulful and it was just like a kind of slow thing and she was just like getting into it like the audience there and like they had this fan that was blowing and she had somebody hold it so her hair would move and was like being really silly about it it was it was it was kind of great but then at the end of that she went on this long rant about like young love where it was like kind of rhyming occasionally but not really and she was like going up to people and like just getting their faces and saying this thing while well, the music's still going. I'm like, is this part of the song? <laughs> <laughs> and then like that song ended with like some singing thing and then ended. And I was like, oh, okay. That was, that was weird. That is weird. And then they did it in the next song. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they played I Love California, which I didn't r- remember until we got there. The verses are just her kind of like rambling. Oh. Like it's not even rhythmic. Yeah. I, like it's not rapping it's right. it's just kind of talking it's not beck who th- talks things it's not that 
it's just like this weird syncopated nonsense. That's. But I was odd. like, I turned to Katie. I'm like, I swear to God, if she does this in the next song, I want to leave. <laughs> and the so- next song started. It was it was like kind of good. And yeah. then, ah, da, 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 da. I'm like, let's go, let's go, cool, bounce. <laughs> so we did. <coughs> now I'm dying. So they were kind of underwhelming and disappointing, but it was something. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. Hmm. I've seen some Rappineers. I've seen Beck a whole bunch. I've seen the Black Keys. That sounds awful. Yeah, it was it was a chore. Yeah. It was certainly a chore. I'm so sorry. It's okay. They were the, like they were kind of a, a downer note to end on. Yeah. But it was <coughs> a really fun day throughout. Sounds like it. Because running fest like stage to stage of the festival is like one of my favorite things. <laughs> Outside lands. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just announced the comedy stage. Mm. And I'm disappointed because Sunday is comedy bang bang. So Scott Ackerman's there with uh, Pete Holmes and some other people. Yeah. But the night, the comedy stage I'm at is going to be difficult to like stray from. Because even though St. Vincent and Wilco are playing, the comedy stage has Tig Notaro, has Ron Funches. Holy shit. Has Jan Kirkman, has um, James Adomian, uh, somebody else I really wanted to see whose name's escaping right now. But it's a solid day. So That sounds great. Yeah. The last time I went and went to the comedy stage, it was like Reggie Watts and Kristen Shaw and Kurt Brunner and David Cross was there and I Holy couldn't get shit. in. Yeah. I instead watched the end of the Foo Fighters and decided I was going to go see David Cross and they were at capacity in their little tent. So then I went home because I didn't want to see Neil Young. Next time Outside Lands comes, I'm probably just going to go to the comedy stage because that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty stacked. Um, Like the year before I went, I think. Well, last year had um, Eugene Merman was at it. And I think Kristen Schaal again. Yeah. And one year they had like a Nerdist Day Holy that was shit. like Hardwick and like I think Jonah Ray was there. But then there was like Bleed Over with Neil Patrick Harris who was doing like a magic comedy show there. Holy crap. They kind of stacked their comedy stage too. Oh my God. Yeah. Pretty great. I don't even care about the bands. I just want to go see the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Sketchfest. Well, go to, like, listen, every- that costs a lot of money. Oh my God, it does. <laughs> Everything there is like a comedy show plus 20 bucks. And yeah. Sometimes worth it. Sometimes. I, I enjoyed the things I've gone to. Like yeah. the Pretty Good Friends show we went to was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I expect it to be longer. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But uh, then the Bill Nye thing I went to this year was cool. Yeah. Yeah. We need to actually make one of those. Maybe I'll buy him tickets this year. Shh. I mean, well, he doesn't listen to this anyway, so it's fine. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised, though. Well, he's, yeah, he's. He can listen to all he twitches. Far too busy. What? You can listen to it while he twitches. Just have it in his ear as he's playing his game. <laughs> I think that might distract him because he's interacting with his audience and okay. dancing mostly. Of he course. dances a lot. Have you watched any I of his streams? Yeah. I I don't understand Twitch as a culture it's, phenomenon. It's, I don't. I can't get on board. Well, uh, you don't like to watch like YouTube videos of people playing games either, don't? Oh no no no! I don't yeah. understand that. Like I watched some of yours because you were funny in it <laughs> oh, when you were playing. Uh, <laughs> Sly Cooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched some of those, but that was kind of the extent of my thing. Because, like, ultimately, like, I would look away from the gameplay and listen to it like a podcast. Well, that's what a lot of people do with Twitch. They just listen to the caster. They don't really care about the games. Okay. It's not quite like Markiplier things where it's just, like, him screaming at playing yeah. Slenderman. No, we don't really... I mean, we watch um, Yogg's cast. It's a kind of a british corporation that stemmed out of youtube um they start they're still on youtube but they have like 20 people that all it, do it's video a games. channel that actually makes money yeah it's okay. a channel that actually makes money and they um 
they actually play games but talk about things that are somewhat relevant so they don't just scream. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All so right. that was an awkward silence. Fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, remember you looking up Ganga and it was just straight up silence? That's true, but I was busy doing something, so I didn't I should have, have been vamping it, so it's on me, really. No, it's fine. Have you anything else? Uh, I tried chorizo today. How was that? I don't... It was like... It wasn't a willing trying of chorizo, so... Do you need to call we, the police? You okay? We <laughs> <laughs> <Your> show chorizo. <laughs> we just like threw no, sausage like at that. you. Like, um, we had taco bar today at work, okay? Mm-hmm. And I've never gone to taco bar. So I was just like, oh, that looks like regular beef. I'll get that. Why not? So I get some tacos and I put a little rice and beef on them and I take a bite. Fucking spicy. Yep. And I'm like, maybe it's the rice. Nope. And it was, I was like, there's no way. This could possibly just be real beef with like spices in it. It has to be chorizo. <laughs> so that was my chorizo adventure. Have Very... you been avoiding it on purpose, knowing it was spicy, or you just yeah? Okay. I would have avoided it, okay. but I mean, like I stomach through it, and it was tasty, but it was really fucking spicy. Proud of you. Yeah. You stomach through it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of grew up with like chorizo, and then like linguiça, yeah. which is the Portuguese version. Mm-hmm. And just spicy things. Yeah. That's how I roll. I did it. not because I grew up in a very bland <laughs> <laughs> home. But uh, yeah, I have a word of the day. And would you like to do your recommendation? I or? just did with all the bands I saw. Okay. I didn't know if you had anything else. Tarzan Dragon, Taxes, Bonnie and the Bang Bang, and Sea Lioness. Check all those bands out. Do it. They're local-ish to me. And they're like, if they're signed, they're like barely signed kind of bands. How hipster. Yep. How <laughs> I roll. Oh, here's four bands you never heard of. So the word of the day episode is Gonga. <laughs> it's Gonga, but it's Elevator. Um, I don't know why. I was, every single time I try to pick a word of the of the episode, I always remember the time that you made fun of me for picking things that i could just see so i decided <laughs> oh, yeah. to try and think of something by else. the way yeah <laughs> did you do this last episode did you do the word i don't think you did i thought so i think that's I when we just like suddenly decided magnets oh yeah i know i didn't do it <laughs> oops oh, shit. i'll do two next episode <laughs> oh, <fair enough. laughs> uh so elevator in japanese is erubeta erubeta that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like that sounds like elevator said with a speech impediment because they <laughs> didn't have one yeah erubeta. and in french it's uh okay uh, you can do it la censure la censure yeah sorry my tongue felt heavy and that wasn't gonna happen so too buff too buff of a tongue too buff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swole tongue gotta six pack in your tongue <laughs> so gross. picture it picture it instead of <laughs> instead of taste buds you have six packs oh. that's really fucking gross it's great i need to learn how to draw okay um to like make it a, become a reality i'm sorry that was just like a random sentence that you need to learn how to draw yeah i mean i do but it it was relevant okay anyway I doubt it. the fact you draw it right yeah <laughs> there's two facts yeah um the first is that archimedes developed the first one 
and that was in like 300 bc so like he had the plans for one and it was basically a platform that was moved around i guess through a pulley system and like heavy lifting animals so they would move that way and then it would lift up so that was the first one and then in the 19th century um the room elevator was made um, the room elevators that so like what I'm the thinking one, the ones that we know now okay um it was driven by steam aren't we all <laughs> sorry <laughs> and um there were two architects in London who developed it and called it the ascending room I like that that's cool the ascending um, room yeah so that like was, magic trick that was built in 1823. So between 300 BC and 1823, there wasn't much development in the way of elevators. But now, now we have elevators. And I feel like there could really be an improvement in elevator technology. Did you know that basically every elevator is past its code? Oh, I can see that. What about the one in uh, Willy Wonka that flies? Do you think that one's in code still? I doubt it. Shit. I don't think that place even had inspectors. Probably not. If they if they <laughs> did, they were probably turned into like bubblegum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking mass murder that guy. <laughs> no, but I was told that by somebody and then every single elevator that I've checked so far, they've all been out of code. Are you now checking all elevators? How yes. do you check it? Is it just like under the button? So they have to display their um, certification and it, it'll just look like a California state seal on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and that will say when it expires when the certificate expires so like an elevator dude has to come around and be like yeah it's safe and then yeah so what you're saying is people haven't been calling the elevator dude out they've just been like yeah oh lame that's terrifying it's awful yeah well i'm, a, well, I'm already <laughs> a stair guy if there's like elevator oh, yeah. stairs i'm usually a stair guy anyway yeah but Me all too. Right, keep that in mind yep actually i do have another recommendation you heard like a half second of it new back it's a really silly pop song that he put out that sounds super muse uh, no i wouldn't say muse exactly are you saying that out of pride no no no, i have nothing the new muse (laughs) is good okay the new muse drones yeah it's fucking silly and it's really really on the nose politically like there's no nuance at all well that's they've always been like that though (laughs) well i feel like there's a little bit in like absolution and well, that it's because they couldn't come out and say it because it's bush but yeah but now it's just like we have drones we are killing people with drones yeah and <laughs> and all this like other stuff that's just not like are they system of a down now <laughs> <laughs> why did the eyes of a horizontal jet pilot yeah something smiled as he flew over the bay whatever bombs as he smiled when he flew over the bay i think so i don't know whatever. been a long time yeah um <laughs> But the album's, like, not poetic, but it's good. Like, musically, I think That's it's good. the best thing I've done probably since Black... What's the, the one? The I, first one. There's, like, Absolution, which is good. The one after that, which had, like, Knights of Sidonian on it. And oh, that's right. I forgot about that album. And then, since then, they've put out one that was just stupid. The one that had, like, Madness and stuff on it. And then yeah. The Resistance, which was, like, the first of their lack of poetry in their lyrics oh that was my just god like i didn't like that because it was all 1980 or yeah yeah 1984. pretty much yeah pretty much it well no that one song that they made a single out of that that was wilson or whatever his name is 
Orwell? No, no, no. The main character. Oh, the yeah, book, yeah. Okay. Like going and having his time with the lady. Good times. Yeah, it's. I I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I I like I appreciate songs that are book based, like um, Blind Guardian and uh, Crimson King. Is that it? That's something that happened. Crimson. It's not Crimson, Crimson King. Cause they're actually like. Symphony X does the entire story of the Odyssey in a song. Really? Yeah, I want to hear that. Uh, it's like 24 minutes long. Check yourself out a little time. That's it. I figured it would be a lot longer. So did I. Uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Have you heard of that story? Yes. Uh, Iron Maiden does that song huh. where they basically just do it like line for line. Like at one point he oh. goes, water, water, everywhere, but not a drop <laughs> to drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's real so artistic. Talking about albatrosses and stuff. It's great. <laughs> pretty good um i forgot where i was going with that that's fine i don't need to continue (laughs) muse is okay again that new beck song sounds really poppy yay it sounds like something off wetto but funner or something anyway funner more funner good more funner uh so i believe that has been episode 52 thank Mm -hmm. y'all for listening if you'd like you can email us how much you hate that we don't like jurassic park (laughs) at blipcast at gmail.com you can tweet your definition of the word ganga to add blipcast by the way i got like 15 emails yesterday that something was trying to break into our our twitter account like a suspicious login failure that's i got like my phone just blew up in like an hour and i had 15 emails who would want to break into our twitter i don't know i went and i changed the password (laughs) so it's okay i don't know (laughs) anyway or you can you can uh like our something stupid we did on facebook at facebook.com slash flipcast i couldn't think of a fun thing sorry an action item i guess for the third thing maybe i'll just post random things maybe i'll post my video there please yeah so people can see social in our media i'll have to look at it first and make sure that it's okay so don't go looking for it just yet but if you see it you're welcome i'm when are you uploading this i don't know probably tomorrow yeah well it'll probably be up by then all right so do look at it look at it with your eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) all right bye bye ago or so and saw this at the he found a piece of ikea furniture at a thrift shop actually there's two of them fuck and we only bought one why why what why did you only buy one we only needed one you will 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 (laughs) w-i-l you will you will need one i'm sure in the future probably but eh. as more simpsons episodes come out actually i recently read they're not doing those anymore the physical media is just like complete failure for them now. So they went up that to eight, they went up to 18, I think, 17, and they're uh they're done. So they have one to 18, 20, and they're done. Jesus. So Why are they skipping 19? Uh actually sorry, 18 and 19 they've skipped. They're skipping one to 17 and 20. And 20 to present. You can get them on Amazon, I believe, as they come out probably annually like they have been doing and buy the seasons that way but nah weird yeah I like okay the, i like the faces on the shelf yeah i, I mean i know i'm a minority <laughs> in a that i still watch the simpsons <laughs> and b that i still buy dvds and physical media it's fine but i still buy dvds my thing. i like having them because like if you lose your computer you lose everything it's true like just no, uh last week i bought the cornetto trilogy because what's that 
That is Hot Fudge, Shaun of the Dead, oh, okay. and World's End. Seen. W- no, I've seen two. I've seen Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. I suffered through Shaun of the Dead. It was not fun. I don't even know why I watched it. Seems a little out of your wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I, I really like um, Simon Pegg. And so I was like, I'm really, really going to give it a shot. But I didn't even like Hot Fuzz. So. <laughs> Have you seen... Um, he has a bunch of like weird kind of indie movies on Netflix. I haven't seen any of his indie movies. The only thing I like that I've seen of his... Even though I still, for some reason, you're fan, adore huh? him, uh, Space? is spaced. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's not on Netflix anymore. What the fuck? I don't think. I think I looked for it recently, and hence the reason it's now on my Amazon wish list. To either get yeah. myself or just be like, I don't know. Don't get me something here. Get me this. Whatever. Around Christmas. No. As ha- it happens with my mom. Yeah. What should I get you? Here's Amazon. Go yeah. crazy. Anything. Yeah, to yeah. Do. Yeah. I was recently asked for an Amazon wish list for my birthday. <laughs> Do you not have one? I don't have one because people don't buy me gifts that I want. They just give me money. So, yep. (laughs) I mean, I basically got one just as like something to come back to like for myself. I mean, I have tons of wish lists, but not like I'm not going to make or even ask people or even let people know that I want this because, you know. It's not like weird or anything. That makes it sound really weird. But <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? I'm not telling you. <laughs> I will not tell you what I want. All right, shall we? Yeah. Officially. Yep. Catbox Production.